0: you ever bored at Mass? Seriously, we come with every good intention when we come to Mass, but are are there periods during a Mass where boredom slips in? Where we come to Mass and we begin to hear the readings proclaimed and we start to think, well, I've heard that one a hundred times before, or that one doesn't make any sense, I'll just wait for the next one. Or we start to wait and we go, well, maybe the homily will pick things up. Nope, heard that message before. Don't need to listen to that one today. And then, oh, what's next? Now we hear the priest pray for minutes upon minutes. Well, at least communion is waiting for us at the end. Ah, darn, they're playing that song, I don't like communion today. Do we let boredom creep in? Because I wouldn't be telling you the truth if even me, as the priest at the altar, boredom didn't creep in. Because boredom is that annoyance that grows inside of us at the dullness of something. And when that creeps in, then we start to think that I would be better off being somewhere else. Or thoughts of, I would be better off doing something else. Or thoughts maybe of, I could do better than what is being done right now. We let that creep in. But when a child comes to their parent and goes, Mom, Dad, I'm bored. What are they really saying to them? When they come and they say, I'm bored, what they're saying is, I'm tired of entertaining myself. I want you to entertain me. And sometimes we can let that idea break into the way that we approach Mass. That we say, today is the time for things to be given to me. But Mass isn't passive entertainment, Mass is about a dialogue and a relationship. Coming to Mass with that idea in mind would be the same as looking at a book and telling the book, tell me a story, or going for coffee with a friend, and the moment that you sit down, both of you pull out your phones. That doesn't enter into what it is about. Mass is intended to be a full, conscious, and active participation in what is taking place. That's what we're being called and drawn into. See, both last weekend and this weekend, Jesus asks the exact same question. Last weekend, he asked the question to James and John. He says, what do you want me to do for you? And they say, whatever we ask you. They come to Jesus and Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And their response is, your job is to give us what we want. And when Jesus gives them his answer, then they go and rejoin the other apostles and they continue to fight amongst themselves who is the greatest among them. But in today's gospel, Jesus asks the question to Bartimaeus, the blind beggar. He says, what do you want me to do for you? And Bartimaeus says, let me see again. And then Jesus says, go, your faith has made you well. And what does he do? He turns around and starts following Jesus. And when Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus goes, I'm blind. And there's nothing I can do about it. But I think you can do something about it. And then he falls. See, when we come to Mass, it can't just be, I have to be here. It can't even be, I want to be here. Mass is because I need to be here, like Bartimaeus. That we try and strive to approach Mass that I need to be here because something is offered here that I cannot find anywhere else. That's why we begin Mass with I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned. We start with our need. Lord, this is what I need. And then from that, we try to remember what is being offered. What does Jesus offer? Stop and think, what if what the church teaches about the Mass is 100% true? Can we let that truth hit us again? that at every Mass that we come to, the promise is that by simple words and simple gestures and simple bread and simple wine, Jesus becomes present to us, body, blood, soul, and divinity, offered to each one of us, placed in our hand to receive him. That's the promise and the offering At every Mass. It starts with recognizing we have a need and then it's recognizing what is being offered to fill that need. So how do those two things practically play themselves out in how we come to Mass? I'll point to four different parts of the Mass that we can kind of reflect and think about how we can strive to do this better. The first is the opening prayer which is actually not called the opening prayer, it's called the Collect. And it's called the Collect because what the priest is doing when he's praying that prayer at the beginning of Mass is actually collecting your prayers. See, when the priest says, let us pray, and he pauses, he's not just creating an awkward pause in the middle of Mass. The pause before he begins to pray the prayer is giving everyone the opportunity to think of, what is your intention for Mass today? So you, you hear the intention that the priest has, because we announce to you the intention that we're praying this Mass for. That's given to us. But every one of you is intended to bring a specific intention for this Mass. What is your intention? And that moment at the beginning of Mass, let us pray, That's your moment to bring that intention to mind and to heart and to begin to offer that in this Mass. And then the priest collects all those prayers and lifts them up to God. Do you come to Mass with an intention to pray for every time? Second part are the readings. Reading from the Old Testament, the Psalm that we sing, the reading from the New Testament and the Gospel? Do we sometimes fall into the trap of just kind of passively sitting through the readings and just waiting for the homily and hoping that the priest has a good enough homily that it's going to make all the readings make sense? The homily is important, but my challenge to you is, in that brief time between the end of the Gospel and the start of the homily, try to come up with your one-sentence homily for the day. In the way that you have heard and understood the readings of the day, what would be a one-sentence homily that you could give? In the way that you engage, you try to receive and listen to what God is speaking to you in the scriptures of the day. See, what I give you in my homily is what God has been speaking to me in my preparation this week. And maybe that's helpful for you but you don't need me for God to speak to you through the Scriptures." So what would be your one-sentence homily for the day? The next part is the offertory and the Eucharistic prayer. So when we come and we start to prepare the altar for the Eucharist, what we're doing in that symbolic gesture of bringing the bread and the wine forward from somebody in the congregation is a reminder again of bringing back that intention that you started with at the beginning of mass and the gifts of bread and wine that you take that intention and you put it on the altar so that it might become part of this sacrifice that we're offering to God that intention becomes united to that sacrifice of Jesus that we celebrate and so as we sing and take up the collection are you calling to mind that intention again and preparing it on the altar and then the Eucharistic prayer where I pray on my own for an extended period of time what's the point of that see as the presider of the mass I'm intended to be leading you in prayer And the old form of the Mass kind of emphasized that in a different way. Instead of me standing behind the altar and looking at you, which could sometimes look like me doing a performance for you that you're watching, in the old form of the Mass, the priest was praying like this. Why? Because all of the prayers of the people behind him that he was lifting up to God. That was the reason the priest prayed with his back to the people, because he was one among the people bringing all those prayers to God. So as I'm praying all of those prayers, the intention is that you are praying for that intention that you've brought to Mass alongside me, together. And you'll hear Every week in those prayers that are often very similar, there's only a few options that a priest has of which Eucharistic prayers he can pray. But you'll always hear the priest mention thanksgiving to God for what he has done for us. A remembrance of praying for the whole church and the whole world, always hearing the name of Pope Francis and Archbishop Smith as our connection to that universal church. Always praying for some needs in the world prayer for our deceased, and a prayer that one day we will share in the glory that the saints already share in. You'll hear the priest pray that every Sunday, uniting your prayers to those. And then finally, for the time of communion. See, one of the, habit, one of the temptations for us in our Catholic faith through our ritual is sometimes ritual becomes habit. And that's not the point of ritual. Ritual is not supposed to become habit. Ritual is there to lead us and guide us to the whole purpose of what we're trying to receive. So, what is the way that you approach the Eucharist when you come up? How have you prepared your heart to receive what is being offered? And for me, I like to remember a prayer of spiritual communion from St. Jose Maria Escriba. He says, Lord Jesus, I desire to receive you with the purity, humility, and devotion with which your Holy Mother received you with the spirit and fervor of the saints. Do we come forward to receive the Eucharist with that deep desire of our hearts to receive Jesus in the same way that Mary received him at the Incarnation? Because when we come to Mass, it starts with acknowledging I have a need. I have a need and that's why I'm here because this need cannot be fulfilled anywhere else in my life. And then remembering what is being offered. So that when we begin Mass with that call act, that opening prayer, I have my need. Here's my intention, Lord. That when we come to the readings, Lord, how are you going to satisfy that need through your word? What are you speaking to me? Then again at the offertory, the Eucharistic prayer, Lord, here is my need. I give it to you. I put it on the altar and I offer it up so that, Lord, when I come to receive you, body, blood, soul, and divinity, I might be filled with you. That's the offering of the Mass. And it's just a natural human weakness that boredom will creep in from time to time because we do the same thing every Sunday. But when we remember, why am I here? And what is being offered to me? It renews in us the gift that the Mass is for us as Catholics. I have a need and Jesus, only you can fulfill it.